and thank you for tuning into the Business and Wealth Show with your host, Matt Catrum. Let's go. And thank you for joining us. I'm here with Anne Cardone all the way from Missouri. And I want to say welcome, Anne, to the Business and Wealth Show. Thank you, Mac. It is my pleasure and honor to be here. Hi, everyone. Absolutely. And for those who don't know, has been an entrepreneur for over 30 years. She has spoken all to, to many people. She's been training and coaching people in business growth, uh, marketing, in sales. Uh, there's no, And also, most importantly, the reason why I wanted to speak to her is she helps people position themselves as the expert, as the authority, as the go-to. Because if you are the go-to person or seen as the expert, do you attract more clients? Do you attract better people? Do you attract influencers? Do you attract better partners? The answer is yes. So we wanted to speak to Anne all about that. So Anne, again, so tell us a bit about what you do now in a bit more detail. And then we want to go into about your entrepreneurial journey as well in a moment. Yes, thank you so much for asking. Well, I basically am a coaching consultant for uh, really coaches and consultants and professional entrepreneurs at this point, but I have not always worked in this niche. I, I've always had people in that niche, but um, I have never really like niched myself with coaches and consultants, but I worked with small business owners for years as a coach and a consultant. So I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of people in over 60 different industries. And uh, I fell into working with coaches and consultants because I was part of a coaching organization and a lot of the coaches were, a lot of the business coaches were struggling and I fit, kind of cracked the code and figured out how to be successful in this space. And so a lot of coaches were coming to me and it, it really felt like my next step, like, okay, if I can help coaches be successful, they can help a lot more business people than I can help or a lot more professionals than I can help on my own. So I felt like it was kind of the ripple effect, but I actually do still work with small business owners. I still get them, uh, but I just don't market to them. And I do still have some clients that have been with me for years that are still still helping them grow their companies and still helping them grow their businesses. So I don't want to like say I don't work with small business owners anymore. I just don't market to them is the right, only difference. Right. Well, the good thing in business is that if you are attract, you, you know, if coaches and consultants are attracted to you and you ended up helping more of those, then great. Anyone else who comes to you outside of that, you can help and support as well. And for those who don't know, you know, um, Anne has started seven successful businesses. She sold five. Tell us about your entrepreneurial <laughs> journey. Oh my goodness. Been in business for over 30 years. <laughs> yeah. So I started my first business out of my home 32 years ago before we had the internet, didn't even have a computer, none of that. And I left my corporate career and my corporate income and we made a move. I decided I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, raise my kids. I didn't want them raised in daycare. And we made a move uh, halfway across the country at the time. And we moved outside of a very, very small town in the country. And there was no opportunity. And we had one vehicle at that time. So my husband gave back a company vehicle when we uh, made the move. And so I found we found ourselves in financial hardship. It was my husband was driving over an hour back and forth to the city every day to put food on the table and keep a roof over our head. We used all of our savings and everything we had when we made to make the move and to also buy a, a small home. Mm 
Mm. And um, it was everything we could do to just survive. And my kids were getting hand-me-downs and clothes and shoes from their cousins. I didn't even have the money to go out and buy them those things. And I I literally didn't have two dimes, two extra dimes to rub together. So uh, there was a point, there was a turning point. My four-year-old son needed shoes and we didn't have the money. And I sat down and cried and I prayed for an answer. I have a strong faith and uh, came up with an idea to take a box of stuff that I had that was kind of stored in my basement and turn it, create some things and uh, sell them at a little store that was in town. And I made those things up. I took them to the little store and after two weeks, and all my my whole idea was not to build a business. My whole idea was I need to make some money for my family. I need to all help right. my family. And took some things into that little store and she put them in there graciously. But after two weeks, nothing had sold. Oh, <laughs> and wow. so I said to her, this is a great way to do market research. What's selling? <laughs> um, and I said, what is selling? And she said, these rabbit dolls. And I thought, I have no idea how to, it was a craft. It, you know, it was crafts. And I said, I have no idea how to make a rabbit doll. And so I started just looking at patterns, looking at everything I could out there, magazines, anything I could get my hands on. And I created my own design and borrowed my mom's sewing machine and created my first rabbit doll, took it in. She said, oh, my gosh, these are this will sell. This will sell. And it did. Long story short, that turned into a global business. I was shipping my my handmade designs, uh, my dolls. I did a whole line of dolls and was shipping them all over the world. I had other moms that were working for me coming in and out of my home. I was running a manufacturing company out of my home and I was, I was designing my own patterns. Later on, I got into the pattern end of it too. So not just the finished products, but I was in stores all across the country. Um, I did shows, I did craft shows. And, and so I just, but I had over a six figure income 32 years ago, not revenue income. And this is way before the internet and everything. Yes, we didn't have that. I was I was advertising in international magazines. That's how I grew it. How that's how I grew it globally. Uh-huh. And in fact, my dolls even ended up on the cover of an international craft magazine. They were hand selected. You couldn't buy the cover. You had to. They had to choose them, yeah. and they were selected to be on the cover of a magazine. And I had an entire line of dolls, and they were all animal kind of dolls. And um, but I would have people. They were numbered and signed. They were exclusive, like nobody else had them. They were just my company. Mm. And I would have people that collected them. And they, I remember the day I got a call from Iceland, a woman whose husband was in the military. And she said, I I have to tell you your dolls. I take them everywhere with me. We travel with my husband being in the military and I'm always lonely and homesick. And I love your dolls and I collect them. And she was always waiting for the next doll to come out. And that was so endearing. I mean, to Uh just hear that they were making an impact to somebody in a way that I hadn't thought about. So did that for seven years. Uh Yes. And then yeah, I I was and then I was really just kind of tired of it. I saw the market changing. I saw the industry changing. And I made the decision that I was just going to sell my designs and get out. And I started, um, I had gained a lot of weight, not 
not afraid to say that I had gained a lot of weight with that job. But it was it was fairly sedentary, right? There was a lot of standing, mm-hmm. yeah. but it was an active. And I made the decision I was going to get in better shape and take care of myself. I did not know what my next thing was going to be. And by this point, my kids were in school. So they were little when I started that first business. And then, of course, seven years later, they're in school. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do next? Like, what is that thing for me? So I thought, well, the only thing I can take have control of right now before I decide this is to eat right and take better care of myself. So I started working out. I started uh, taking doing nutrition and anything I could get my hands on around fitness and nutrition. And I fell in love with it. And I started my second business teaching fitness classes out of a community hall. Oh, wow. I, went to my kids back to school barbecue and and handed out flyers and said, would you like to take fitness classes with me to the moms at in this community hall? And I got people to pay me and I, I could go into so many stories, but long story wow. short, I built two health clubs, two weight loss centers, and I was able to sell all of those. You, and- <laughs> you, you are a, a super, okay, super mom, super entrepreneur, because what I'm hearing you say from adversity from situations, from challenges, you've come up with fixing it for yourself and then helping other people. From creating dolls where your husband now is not doing what is, you've moved out, you're in the country, he's driving an hour each way, you've got to put feed on the table. You come up with this yes. amazing idea. It goes yes. global, fantastic. You want to wait, you, you, you look at your weight and you think I can be healthier and you do that. And then you start helping other people. Has yes. that been your mantra or is it just, has it been your mantra throughout your entrepreneurial life? It is. I never thought about it that way, but it truly is. I mean, I stepping into like business coaching and consulting, um, the reason that happened is I worked with a business coach in my last two businesses because I was uh-huh. in a new market and I couldn't get those businesses above break even. Like I ran great business and we, we were a high-end club and a high-end weight loss center, but I was in a new market and I didn't really... I wasn't good at marketing at that time, as good as I needed to be. And so my marketing was my problem. It wasn't my business. It was my marketing. So I hired a business coach who was also a brilliant marketer. She had worked under Dan Kennedy. She was one of Dan Kennedy's clients. And so she taught me what she knew and turned my everything around in 30 days. And I saw the power of that and the impact of that. And again, the internet was just starting to come onto the scene at that time. And I, because I've been coaching for almost 13 years. So, um, and when I saw the power of that, I thought, oh my gosh, I want to use all of my years of experience and the blood, sweat and tears and the mistakes and everything. And I want to help. I started looking around at other business owners, realizing Mm -hmm. Not and I don't want this to sound arrogant, but I know more than they like. I know things that they don't know, yeah. and I believe I could help them. And um, so that was it was such a natural thing. But I had helped thousands of people through the years with fitness and weight loss, and coached them. And so coaching was really a very easy transition for me because I had already been doing it just in a different way. Um, and so you know, I, I was yeah. And you know what's unique about you? It's like. Um, there are business coaches out there who have learned a trick on marketing and learned a trick oh. on sales. And within one year, now they're doing that. But you be started have, on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you've been in the trenches. You're a veteran. You, the, you said blood, sweat, and tears for over 30 years. So you have credibility. And you, I suppose you can 
see and feel when someone's going the wrong way and you can really help them, right? Yes, you're really speaking, you're speaking truth there, because that is definitely something that just, you cannot put all of that in marketing, right? You can, it, I, I think about like my mastermind clients, like mm. every week I'm guiding them on something different. And because I'm not, I don't sell myself as a cookie cutter coach. I know so much about business and marketing and what will work and what won't work and sales and all of those things. And also working with hundreds and hundreds of people on an intimate level. I'm not somebody who's run big old groups of people and then just sold my thing. And then, yeah. you know, I've, I've been in the trenches with my clients also all of these yeah. years. And, and that's the way I've worked. And so intimately with them and my, my clients are always saying, Oh my gosh, you are just a treasure trove of stuff. <laughs> like I just, I can't get over it, but it's to me, it's, it's just all part of my experience and you cannot, you can't get a certification that's going to teach that. And you can't sell a cookie cutter program. That's going to teach that. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, so that is definitely one of the things that, that makes me very unique in this industry is all of that experience. Absolutely. Hey, I want to go down some of your expertise, which is really about how does, what, what, why is it important to position yourself as an expert or an authority? Yes. It's so, it's so interesting that I, I, this is part of what I teach people now because I've always done it, but I never thought about it this way. So when I was building businesses, I was always looking to be the best. Like that was always my goal. I want to be the number one club. I want to be the number one health club in my market. I want to, and that was always, I was always looking to be cutting edge, to stand out and premium. And I did that all those years in all my businesses, cutting edge, standout premium. And um, when I got into the coaching and consulting space, and of course, you know, now we're online, that's even more valuable. And the other thing is I've helped my clients do that. Even in the, even if they were a plumber, I helped them do that. How can you stand out, be seen as number one in your market, run that kind of a business and be premium in your market, not the bottom feeders, right? Not going for the low people that it, it's, it's about how can you be the best? How can you work in the top of your market and not in the bottom? Too many people are trying to play down here in mm. the shark infested waters, right? That's so right. I help them move out of that and become premium. And so being positioned as an expert is a big piece of that. Being an authority is a big piece of that. If you think about, let me just let me just say this. This is a, an example I use a lot. If I say cheap used car, what is your what's the visual image and the monetary thing that comes into your mind? Uh, cheap. It, it might break down as soon as I buy it. it. It might stop not do what I want it to do. Sleazy. You won't pay very much for it, right? Okay. Mm. If I say Lamborghini, what's your thought? Ah, oh, premium, luxury, fast, admirable. Which one would you rather have? Oh, the Lamborghini every day. There you go. That's it. <laughs> that's why okay. I drive. That's why I drive this <laughs> because Ferrari's my thing. So yeah, I get Ferrari. it. I could have used that as an example. Yes, you'd rather have the Ferrari, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to think that there is a market that wants. Used cars, mainstream, those are the people, right? But then you also have this other market that they want better, they want the best, they want premium. And that 
and if I say, you know, um, a brain surgeon or a family physician who has more clout, more authority, more expertise. The brain right? surgeon, just That's right. a specialist, right? Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah, so, so when you talk about positioning in the market, positioning is the outside perception people have of you, of what you do, of your credibility, of your brand, of your pricing. It's all of those things. And that is positioning in the market. So I would rather work with someone who I see as an expert mm -hmm. than go for the cheapest thing where it's kind of a crapshoot. Right, right, right. Right. If, if they know what they're doing. Um, and so people also associate value with price. And yeah. so if you're charging, for example, if your fees are too low, people won't value it. We know that people give, mm -hmm. I get free all the time. People don't value free, right? Yeah. And if you charge too low in people's minds, whether they believe that, whether they think like this or not, subconsciously, they are thinking it's not probably not that great. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but if you invest in something at a higher level and you're investing with someone that you see is an expert, you would expect to pay premium, but you would also expect that you're going to get better results with them, that you they know what they're doing, that they come with loads of expertise and and wisdom and knowledge. And, and so you just look that the results will be better. So it's so important if, if you're going to be a coach or a consultant in any industry, it's so important that you're established. Yeah, no, I get it, which is fantastic. Well put. How does one start that journey of, of placing themselves, of positioning themselves as an expert? Do you, you know, do you have three steps, a five-step thing and say, you know, I don't know, I mean, you've been doing this long enough, but um, what would you say to our audience here? Yeah, so the first thing is that you have to think about what is it you want to be known for? So that has to be the first thing. What can you do so well? And you're so confident in that thing that you want to become known for that. You could help people with that without really thinking about it. Like you can just show up. It's so natural for you. You know, I can look at people's businesses and I can tell them exactly where their problem is. And it takes me five minutes. Right. That That's expertise. Right. So, um, and I don't say that, I hope nobody misreads that to like make, I don't want to sound arrogant or anything. Right. I'm just saying that it's just, it's just a sweet spot. I've, I've built up that, that experience. And, um, and so what can you do so well that other people can't do like you? Hmm. Um, and then you want to make sure that that outside perception shows that. So if you Google me, hmm. you are going to see the same thing across any platform. You're going to see the same thing on Google. You're going to see that I am a business and, you know, professional coach or consultant, but you're going to see that I help people. I help coaches and consultants scale into multiple six and seven figures and beyond with ultra high paying clients and programs. Like you're going to see that across the board. And when I say high paying, we're talking $25,000, $125,000 or even more. So, yeah. but the thing is, I can't establish that expertise if I look like a jack of all trades. Right. I can't I can't look like an expert if I'm out there selling myself 50 different ways for 50 different things. You can look at a, someone's LinkedIn profile. Here's a good example. And if they have 50 things they do that are not related, mm. uh, they have a positioning problem. Mm. So they can't look like an expert and an authority in anything because 
they they are doing too many things, if that makes sense. Yeah, so what I'm hearing you say is that one of the first ports of calls is to get very clear on who it is, how you want to be seen, perceived, and so that it's consistent across all channels, whether yes. it's LinkedIn, Instagram, Google. Often we, we are who Google says we are or TikTok says we are or Instagram says we yes. are. And if there's inconsistency, then the positioning is all wrong. So that's what I'm hearing you say. It's a very yes. great point because like you, I've seen people say, oh, yeah, I'm a business coach. And it shows that in LinkedIn. And then you go on Instagram and they are seen as a network marketer. And then you go on something else, Facebook, and they're a fitness um, guru or whatever. Yes. Inconsistent, right? Yes. Yes. And so that is, you can't, again, you have to establish what that expertise is. And then you position yourself in the market for that. Now, that's not to say that you could, there are some workarounds. When I first came into the coaching space, I was working a lot with trades and contractors and, and those trades companies. I fell into sort of that niche and I was speaking at associations for roofing companies and plumbing companies and all of that. Mm -hmm. And again, I kind of fell into that niche. And so I was known as like the contractor business coach and I was selling myself that way. And I could still... If I wanted to th put up a website, I used to have one. I don't have it up anymore. But if I wanted to put up a website as a contractor business coach, I still have testimonials and things okay. that I could put on there to establish myself. I could easily create a book because I've already done you know all those things. And I could go speak at an association right in front of that right target. And I could sell myself that way. Mm -hmm. But if they went out and Googled me, <laughs> they wouldn't see that. Right. But I could drive them to the website, to the book, to the. So I so there are workarounds. Okay. But online, it is too hard to sell yourself multiple ways. You've got to pick a lane. If yeah. you don't pick a lane, you're going to struggle to really be seen as an authority and as an expert. Thank you for that. And, and what we know why it's so important. So why don't more people do that they the biggest problem with people is they're afraid to they're so afraid this is i i have to get people over this mindset all the time mm -hmm. they're so afraid if they niche down if they establish themselves one way they're so afraid that they're going to leave so much out and there is a way to pull all of your genius together everything that okay because i am I, I'm a good marketer. I'm good in sales. I'm good in business building, revenue models. All of those things are part of what I do with people. Yeah. But they're all part of my overall program, which is to really help people grow into multiple six and seven figures right. with high-end clients and programs. And so you have to be able to pull everything together into like one value mm. proposition statement. So if you can do that, then you can show all the different ways you help people in all the different areas that you help people in. Um, so a lot of times people think like niching down or making a decision to go into one thing. It's maybe because they only know how to do one thing. Like I only know how to help people build a Facebook group and monetize that. If that's all you know, then yeah, you're going to have to sell yourself that way. But for people that have been around for a long time and they have a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge and wisdom and skills, they need to find a way to pull those, pull all of that together 
and still position themselves one way, but but they don't, they're not just doing one thing. And and this is where people don't know how to do it. And mm. there are they look at the people that are like build a Facebook group and monetize that. That's how they think they have to sell themselves when it's not. It's wow. just because they they don't know how to pull everything together and have one power statement that says why you're different, what you do that's different, and why people should believe you. Does that does that make well, sense? Yeah, no, I get it. It all, all adds up very, very well. And in that case, then, what are some tools that our listeners can use to position themselves? I, re- I, re- I noticed you're a best-selling author, uh, mm-hmm. written several books. Um, and so that I take that as a tool. That's a resource for uh, yes. potential clients as well. So what are other tools people can use to position themselves as an expert? Yeah. So the first thing is you really just have to figure out what that thing is that you want to be known for and that you really want to bring in business for. That's the most important thing. You can't do anything until you decide that. So you Mm -hmm. have to make a decision. First of all, what is what am I going to go all in on? that right. I love, that I'm really good at, It'll, it, I'm passionate about it, and I can really help people. What is that thing? Once you decide that, now you have to start building out the credibility. LinkedIn is a great way to do that. Your LinkedIn profile shows up on the first page of Google. So optimize that profile so that you become the go-to person for that and then build all of that out. Show credibility. Um, you can you can do a book. We help people get an expert book done for them. We actually okay. write it for them based on their expertise. That's one of the things. And then you could go out and speak on stages. You could start a podcast. Oh my gosh, it's endless. There are so Mm -hmm. many things you can start. You want to start curating the people that would have a need for your services. So you just start building that brand and building that expertise and then showing people how you can help them. I mean, we have, oh my gosh, I wish I would have had the internet all those years I was building businesses. I can't even imagine what I could have accomplished mm. because we have all of this available to us today. You, How do you think people on TikTok are becoming overnight sensations, right? Yes. You can do the same thing. You can engineer your celebrity. You can engineer your expertise. You have to be able to back it up and you have to be good at what you say you're good at. But as long as you can back it up, you can literally engineer your expertise and and be seen everywhere and be at the you know um what really well known for what you do very very quickly because you can go live every day and start building mm-hmm. an audience i mean it, there's so many ways so many ways but most people don't do it they don't take they, advantage of it they don't do it you know, one of the things you teach is um helping people to build high end consulting so what okay there's a question what are five steps, if there are some, to building a high-end professional service-based business, consulting business, coaching business, expert business, if you if you like? Yes. Great question. So my method is, first, you have to know what you're going to sell. What is that? It should be built around your expertise because that is where you'll get the premium fees right out of the gate, even if you're a startup. And it's also where you won't have to convince people you know what you're doing. Because you've already got that experience. That's the fastest path. That's actually what I wrote my book around. Because too many people, when they decide they're going to go into consulting or coaching, they do it around something that they're trying to learn. That's a slow road, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do it around something that you already know really well, and you already know how to do, it's going to be really fast because now you can just go out and tell people. That's how I started my coaching. I just That's told right. people, oh, I sold five businesses and I'd love to help you grow yours. I mean, it literally can be that simple, but you have to know what are you going to sell? How much is that going to be? How are you going to work with people? So I call that your revenue model. What is your revenue model going to be? The second step is how are you going to market that? Who who are your most ideal people to pay you what you want and those services? And then what is that brand? There's a lot of pieces to marketing, right? So then how are you going to market that to bring in business? Next thing is, can you close sales? Uh, You have to be able to close sales and then you have to be able to grow or scale. And then that's a whole nother set of things that you need to know. You know, you can make a little bit of money just going out and telling people what you're doing and getting some clients. But if you really want to grow big, you're going to have to learn some stuff, some new Mm -hmm. stuff. You're going to have to build a team, even if it's a small team, like I run with a small team. Um, But you're going to have to learn business. You're going to have to learn marketing and sales. And you're going to have to become good as a leader in in your business. And so then but then you can wrap up your revenue like I have multiple revenue streams Mm -hmm. that are all associated as you shared. Oh, we'll write books for people. I have a partner that does that. I don't do it. I sell it. She's, you know, I make money on it and then she does the work. So those are all parts of scaling. How can you keep adding to your business without having to have so many disconnected things that you're pulled Mm -hmm. away from your main thing? So what's that, you know, how can you keep growing how can you build a team? You have to become a leader. Um, how, you have to know how to market to bring in enough leads. So that my four-step process is redesign your revenue model, rev up your marketing, restructure your sales, and rev up your revenue. So awesome, awesome, awesome! Great. There, clearly, there's a system there. There are there's a model that people can follow. Now, and hey, everyone, you're listening to Anne Carden with Mac Atram here. We are talking about expert positioning, authority positioning, building your business, marketing, sales, and all that good stuff. Now, if you like what you are hearing, make sure you give us a like. Um, I'm going to go to Anne. And um, Anne, for those who want to contact you or connect with you, what is the best way for them to do that? Yes. Um, go. You can reach out to me directly at acardin.com if you want to book a call. But if you want to see more about what I'm talking about and you want to check out a free webinar masterclass that I have that you can you can go grab, you can go to expertinyouaccelerator.com, grab that free masterclass, check it out, see see what I do and if it's a, you know, then you can book a call from there. So um, but you can find me everywhere. You can Google me and find me. I'm, I'm on all platforms, LinkedIn, YouTube. I have a big YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, you'll have no trouble finding me. Superb. Expertinyou.com forward slash, what did you say? No, it's expertinyouaccelerator.com. Accelerator.com. Okay. That's the masterclass. Yes, if you Excellent. want to grab that. That's the masterclass. Excellent. Well, I want to say, um, I'm going to come back to you in a moment, Anne, for your final words. Anything you want to share that you haven't shared already. So for our, our listeners here, what have you gathered so far? What have you learned so far? Put it in the comments. Um, and also follow and subscribe so that we can ping you anytime um, this comes out. Any other experts we have like this. And also like, comment and share. Share with other entrepreneurs, business owners and friends that also need to hear what Anne is saying here. So Anne, over to you. 
Any final words, anything you want to share with us that you haven't done so already? Yes, I would, since you have all business owners and entrepreneurs on here, I'm going to leave people with this. Business, in my opinion, is the only thing you can really do in to build wealth. Like you can invest in all of that, but but that's none of that's really a guarantee. Mm. Business, because markets change, right? The the financial market changes, but with yeah. business, you can build wealth, you can build financial freedom. And I think too many people, I just learned that from selling five, it changed our life. And I have just learned from doing all of that that I haven't found anything else that can build wealth like business. And then you can invest, then you can do all the other things, but uh, don't just play business and don't just get into business to make a little bit of money, go all in and it will change your life. Well, you heard it from Ann Cardon, build your business for wealth. In other words, learn to position yourself the right way, learn marketing, learn sales, learn to systemize, learn to put a team together and build it with the end in mind that it's not just to just pay your bills, but you want to create something that outlasts you that you can sell if you need to in the future. So you're not tied to it. So check out Anne Cardin in terms of what she's doing and get her to help you if you need some support. And I want to say thank you for jumping on here, the business and wealth show uh, with us, giving us so many golden nuggets. I really appreciate it. Appreciate you as well. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you. you. Thanks for having me. You are most welcome until we speak again. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and take care. Good luck with everything you're doing. Much love. God bless. Bye for now.